Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Here we go. What's up, everybody? And welcome to What's in Your Glass. I'm your host, Carmelo Anthony. Let's welcome today's guest. He's already drinking. He's already sipping. Um, you know him as an amazing comedian, actor, producer from shows like The Workaholics, uh, The Righteous Gemstones, and, and, and movies like Pitch Perfect uh, and, and, and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. That should sound funny right there. So <laughs> please welcome to the show the multi-talented Adam Devine. I, I, I usually do the noise in the background, Adam. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we, thank you. I need it. We, I'm, I'm that needy that I need I need an applause <laughs> break on a podcast. Thanks for having me, man. I'm such a fan. Uh, I've been such a fan of yours forever. I think we're like the same. How old are you? 37? 37. 38? 37. 37? Yeah, we're the same age, dude. Oh, that's good. How, how, that's good. Yeah. I thought you were in your 20s, man. No, I'm old. I'm old. If you saw me, I have a lot of light. I have a ring light on me right now that's, that's dampening my wrinkles. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm old. I'm I'm like I feel like you're an athlete though. You don't have the same creek. How often do you get up in the night to take a piss? Let's get let's get real. Does that happen for it you? It does. Yet? It does. It does. It does. It does. I drink so Dude. much water and so much wine, so it, it, it's just all coming out and, and it's all flushing and, out. Yes, yeah, at different also, times. Let's not sneak around it. We're getting older, man. We're getting older. That's we're what, getting older. We're getting wiser. I feel like two. We're getting wiser. Well, two years ago, it wasn't. We're getting wiser. <laughs> sure. I'm not. Maybe you are. <laughs> I'm still a t- total idiot. Uh, yeah. I, I just noticed in the last few years, I'm like, and that's a great pube. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> or, or, or with that note, on today's show, uh, we, we, we are drinking. Um, Adam, what are you drinking? What's in your glass? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I, I, I wasn't doing this podcast as a wine connoisseur. I'm doing it because I'm, I'm such a basketball fan and a fan of yours. Um, that being said, I'm not trying to shit on this wine because it's very tasty. I don't know. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of the twisty tops. Okay. And I don't know wrong if with that. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I've learned that. Okay. I've learned that. I've learned that okay. over, over the, over the years that, uh, so this is a, a 2018 Pinot Noir from Monterey, California, La Crema. Oh, I love La Crema. You messed with some La Crema? I love La Crema. Yeah, I love dude. La Crema. I'm not mad at some La Crema. I don't think my girl gets it for me. Well, she <laughs> buys all the wine in the house. So she uh, uh, like, she was like, do you want the cheap, cheap stuff? And I'm like, give me the not as cheap stuff as you have. So that's whatever this is. So I don't, you know, I don't know. But like I told you, I finished a workout right before this podcast and I've showered too soon. So now I'm sweating. So it's all good, man. It's hard it's, it's, it's all good. Before we start, I just want to give you a cheers, man. I just want to say thank you for, for joining the podcast. I know you're ripping. Cheers, I know, man. I know, I know you're ripping and running over there. You, you, you sweating. You out the shower, workout and all of that. So we're going to get it. We're going to get right control. into it. We're going we gonna to get right into it. 
So, as your let's let's talk about your podcast. Um, Hell yeah, Adam. As you as you host, you know, a podcast called "This Is Important," right? With with mm -hmm. all your guys from from workaholics. Uh, first off, I, I would really like to say, um, will, will, will you give our listeners kind of a breakdown of the show? Like, what what is, what is it like making the show uh, and, and working with all the guys from the Workaholics again in, in just kind of this new capacity? Dude, I know you're probably dealing with the same stuff because uh, we had never done a podcast before. Like, I'd been on a few podcasts, but it's like, a you know, it's just like an interview. But what we're doing with me and the Workaholics guys, this is important. It's it's just us just being idiots for an hour straight. And it was, we started it during, uh, in the middle of the pandemic. And we were like, oh, I don't ever get to hang out with my guys anymore. I don't get to see people. I'm trapped in this house with tons of delicious La Crema. <laughs> uh, so that was a plus, but, uh, <laughs> but I never got to see people. So then I was like, let's start the podcast. And uh, we've been having a great time with it. It's just us. There's uh, like, we call it, this is important because nothing we talk about is actually important. important. <laughs> we talk about our great pubes for like an hour straight every week. Um, so it's, but it's been, it's been so fun to do and just catch up with people as I'm sure it is for you. Like just getting to interview people that you're interested in or, or people that your producers uh, make you talk to. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a difference. So, I like to pick my list, you know, my 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 my, mm -hmm. my team would throw one or two in their names in there, but I like to really pick my list because it's 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 about who I connect with, right? If I I want to be able to connect with the person that I'm I'm my guest that I'm talking to, um, I want I want to get to For learn sure. about kind of what they're doing, what they're into, and their interests. But it's very positive. It's fun. It's very positive. You know, there's no negativity on this show, and we drink a lot of fucking wine on here, so that's. That's the that's I like that too. That's, that's that's the best part. That's why I had to get that workout in. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna be chugging some La Crema. Me too. I, got, I can't be, I can't be doing my my cute CrossFits. That's how we, La Crema. That's so that that that's how my mindset works. I get in the gym. Yeah. I get in there early, get my workout, and I'm good for the rest of the day. Anything that happens after that. I've, I've worked out already for a couple hours, so I'm, we're, we're, we're good. See, what I like to do is I like to get a, a few glasses in, lackadaisically, throw a weight around for about 20 minutes and go, I think I'm ready to go pro, baby. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Put me in, that's coach. The, that's the grapes talking. That's the grapes talking. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, are, what, what are some things uh, uh, about making a podcast that, that listeners may not know? Uh, well, we have uh, an editor that makes us sound like we don't say uhs and likes and uh, uh. <laughs> because then if you listen to like the fully unedited version, we're like, oh my God, we're such idiots. <laughs> like we can never just start a story. It has to be like, yeah, there was a, uh, fuck, what was that? Uh, well, uh, and that's annoying to listen to. So they, they, they tidy it up and make us sound cooler and smarter than we actually are. And you know, it's just it's just so much damn fun to do. I, I couldn't imagine not doing it now that we started doing it. And it's cool that you can control it. It's your thing. And if you have something you want to say, like my dad, for instance, it was a good place. My dad, he was diagnosed with lung cancer in April. And so it was like kind of cathartic for me to get on the podcast with my some of my very best friends in the world and kind of chop that up and break that down and say what I'm feeling and what the doctors are telling me. And then we, that kind of spins off and devolves into other conversations that are way too deep for us to be having on our silly podcast. But actually, I, people have been reaching out to me and being like, yo, that was so cool how open you were to share that about your dad. So uh, it's been cathartic for me as well as just being fun to do. Well, 
But I think fans gravitate and listeners gravitate to was because of the authenticity, right? And how how genuine you guys are on the podcast talking about things that matter that don't matter. Like it's 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 you know, for it, sure. People love authenticity, and that's something that I'm I'm actually learning as I'm as I'm going through my deal and my process. Yeah, people people can sniff it out oh, when you're faking sure. the funk a for little sure. bit, you for know. Sure. For sure. How 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 would you compare kind of your 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 work relationship with with, with the guys uh on, on on set compared to the one on the podcast? It's much more relaxed on the podcast. Like creating a TV show or writing a movie and producing a movie with the guys and then starring in the movie. Uh it's it's just way way more intricate and hands-on and so you, you know you're on a set you're in charge of a hundred different people and uh the podcast has been very freeing that we don't really have like a set formula we might have an idea of like we saw something in the news that week or there's some pop culture thing that we're just like oh i can't wait to right talk about the free Britney movement or whatever it is, <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, specifically that though. And, uh, uh, so, so it, it's, it's fun and sort of freeing in that way that it, there's not as much responsibility on us to, to, you know, to deliver us. A, a, I think our fans know what they're getting into when, when they come to us with this podcast, they're like, Oh, it's as if we're, Actually, on the show Workaholics, we set uh, a lot of it was on the roof of our house and we were just chopping it up, smoking weed, drinking beers <laughs> on our roof, kicking it like old friends. Right. And because we are. And that's what the show was kind of based uh, on. I mean, I've known those guys for almost 20 years now. And and that's what the podcast is. It's sort of you're just on the roof with us uh, chopping it up. So which is fun. That I mean, and when you when you have that camaraderie with a group of guys that a group of people that, that you feel very comfortable with and being able to do silly shit, talk about silly shit, or talk about real issues, but still making or bringing the light to those issues as well. I think that makes it better as well because you're able to just be there with them. You're able to just be in the moment. You're able to just be free and talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. And they feel comfortable with doing that too. Yeah, it, it really, it's like... It's like we're doing a Howard Stern interview with each other, but we know each all of each other's like dirtiest <laughs> secret laundry, you know, <laughs> like we're like, nah, motherfucker, <laughs> we're airing this shit out because you are lying to us right now, you know? Uh, so it's like really easy to be like, no, you're not. I have known you for 20 years and you've never done that. And you're like, oh, <laughs> no, but it's cooler if I had. So, so mo moving away, moving away from the, from the podcast, um, from, from the podcast talking, and I, I know, I, I know, and I've heard you was a big, big sports fan. Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're diving to the Clippers in a the, in the second, but what? <laughs> well, you seem dismissive. What, what, right what, the you know, I, I said we're diving to that in a second. But what, what, what other teams uh, do you like? I mean, I'm a, I'm a basketball fan. Before I was a Clippers fan. I mean, the reason I became a Clippers fan was because they, I mean, to be perfectly honest, their tickets were so damn cheap. <laughs> Like back in the day, I could buy tickets for like $7. And it was before I made any kind of money. So I was out in LA when I was 18 years old. I want to go see basketball. And I'm like, ah, the Lakers tickets are like 80 bucks for a good seat, but they're $7 for the Clippers. I'm like, and then they didn't care at that point. So they, they were just, were waving people down. Like, just please come sit on the court. <laughs> like, do you want to play? <laughs> like, you're five foot seven. Do you point guard? Uh, so it, that, that's kind of how I fell into loving the Clippers so much. 
and I like a good underdog, but, but I'm, I'm a basketball fan. So it was, when I was a kid, it was, it was, you know, it was the bulls and it was Jordan and I had so many Jordan and Pippen posters and on my walls. I had, uh, uh, Matumbo on my door, giving the uh uh uh, mm-hmm. like don't come in here, mom. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I'm up to in here. <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> so I yeah, I'm just I'm a huge fan, and I, I I get a kick out of all of it. What's the what's what's the I wish f- I could I wish I could play. God oh, God, I wish I could play. I suck so bad. They have, I mean, you're like really? They have, yeah, they, they, I, they, I, I there's do. leagues out there. There's other leagues for you. There's other, <laughs> there's other leagues for you. Yeah, we uh-huh, can create a, we yeah. can create a podcast league. That's we can create that. <laughs> <laughs> no man, you'd be in the league. It's unfair. <laughs> Uh, there's too many basketball players with these damn podcasts now. You're cramping our, you're cramping our style. That's why I came. Used to be little guys like me. That's why I came to. The, that's why I came to the wine side of things. Wine. Yeah, okay, it's good. Smooth, smooth yeah, it's, over it's here. Different. What is uh-huh. what, what is what is the first thing that that kind of comes to mind when you when you think of like your favorite sports memory? It was I was watching. I mean, it was watching those like '94, '95 Bulls teams. And just with my dad and seeing how like into it he was. And then it was so much fun rooting for Jordan as a kid because I didn't miss a damn shot. It was like, it was so fun. I mean, it was, I was like fully a bandwagon fan. You know, I don't live in Illinois. I'm not, I've never even been to Chicago, but I'm like repping. I got the starter jacket on. Uh, I had my tongue out the whole time. So he, he got me into it. And then, uh, and then that magic team. Um, you know, with, with Shaq, when he was breaking hoops, we would just lower our hoops down and just try to shatter any backboard that we possibly could. Never. I weighed like 65 pounds, so the, <laughs> the rim, rim wouldn't move, and yet I'm up there just jerking it. Uh, so that, that didn't work. But, yeah, I and I love basketball, so I tried out for my high school basketball team every year. And you had to, I don't know, you remember those East Bay catalogs? Absolutely. Yeah, so you would get the, you would have to order uh, fill out like what shoes you want and send mm-hmm. it in. So that's what our high school basketball team did. And it took, it wasn't like Amazon prime back in the day. It, it took like two weeks for you to get your damn shoes. Oh, for sure. And so the coach would make us buy the red and white uh, Nikes that we, that we all had to wear before we even knew if we made the team yet, because you needed it. You needed those shoes for the first game, which was, Two weeks later. So it's like, hurry up. If you think you're going to make the team, buy the, buy the shoes. And I tried out every year. And my, by my senior year, I tried out. And during tryouts, I'm like filling out the form. I bought the shoes every damn year thinking I'm going to make it. And I remember he yelled out to me. And he's like, from across the gym, he's like, Divine. And I'm like, yes, coach. And he was like, you don't need to buy the shoes. <laughs> like, don't even buy them. As you was in the act of buying them. Yeah, and I was, no, I still bought him. I was like, well, he hasn't seen my fadeaway hook I've mastered over the summer. <laughs> all, all my big man moves. All right, all right, the Clippers. All right, we will, we will, now we will give you some shine with the Clippers, even, even mm. though even though I'm a Laker now, I'll, I'll yeah, give true. you, I'll give, I'll give the Clippers some some light right now. Being being from the being from the Midwest, how do you become a Clipper fan? Well, I touched on that a little bit. It was it was my um, cheapness, and I needed I, I couldn't afford Laker tickets because I love that Shaq Kobe squad. You know, they were the shit, and that's right when I moved to LA, and they were so great. Uh, 
so I, I, I got into the Clippers and then it just so kind of coincided to when I actually started to make money um, around 2010, 2011, when Workaholics got picked up, that's when the Clippers got Blake and Chris Paul and the whole, the whole franchise changed. And suddenly we haven't, we're not the total laughing stock of the league. And, uh, and it's been fun being on, on that bandwagon with Lob City and then now with Kawhi and Paul George and just missing Chris Paul so damn much. But uh, it, it's, it's been fun being a Clipper fan and, and having something to uh, root for now as opposed to being like, I'm there to see the other teams mostly. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so it's really fun that, to see the other teams play. Right. So speaking on, speaking on, you know, because people did have that mentality. They would go to Clippers games to see other teams play or other people play. Uh, so yeah. I'm, glad that the, I'm glad that that narrative uh, has changed. But... What 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 are you speaking on that? What are your thoughts on on, on possibly the Clippers moving out of Staples Center? I mean, Ed, I I like Staples Center just because I'm so dialed in there. I know the ins and outs, uh, and my my boy Pedro knows exactly when to bring me my <laughs> giant Bud Light. Uh, but I I'm excited for them to have their own place and their own home because I mean, is even if they start to win championships, Staples Center is going to be the Lakers' house, right? forever like that just is how it is and we'll always be the baby brother there and we get like third billing there it's like the lakers the kings and then if we can squeeze in a wednesday at noon game the clippers will play you know and you're like oh man i just i wish we could uh <laughs> i wish we could have our own house damn we're not even we're not even welcome here we're like the the third child that the parents wish they didn't have they're like oh hey you're you're still here cool uh i guess you can have the leftover food uh so i, I th- i'm excited and balmer's such a great owner i mean it's nice that he has those those big ass deep pockets, and he's not afraid to uh, spend a little coin. Unlike some owners who are rich as shit, and and then they don't spend any money on their team, and they're like, "What's the point of having all this money if you're not?" I would be maybe I'm just really bad with my money because if I was an owner, I'd be like, "Gah gah gah gah." It's like easy. Every- it's easy to say. It's easy to say that when you're on the other side. That is, that is absolutely it's, it's true. Yeah, that is true. Maybe I'd be frugal. Maybe I'd be a, just a monster. The Clippers lease is, you know, is, as Staples is up in 2024. So, yeah. you know, Obama has, he's he's vowed to explore alternatives. So let's he's keep making, it. He's making some know, elbow room over making, there by the he, forum, hopefully. He's making some elbow room. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that, how, how, how that play out. Speaking of, let's, let's jump to, you know, philanthropy. Um Speaking about speaking about things that you love, right? I, I know you're mm-hmm. a big part of 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 how or who you are is giving back. Um, do, you do a lot of work with children's hospitals. Like I, I know you had an accident when you were young. Um, mm-hmm. is, is that one influenced you to give back? For sure. I because I was hit by a cement truck when I was a little kid and I couldn't walk for two years. And if I wasn't, I probably would be a star basketball player. Uh, you know, just how freak of an athlete I was in him. But and I was so I couldn't walk for like two years. I broke every bone in my legs besides my right femur. Everything else was just shattered. Wow. So I was. Yeah. So it was rough. So I had to spend a lot of time in hospitals and specifically uh, children's hospitals and just having so many surgeries. I had like 
26 or 28 surgeries, something like that in the course of a few years. And just the amount of care and attention that these children's hospitals give to these little kids who are like going through stuff that as an adult, you're like, I couldn't even imagine dealing with that now. But as a kid, you're just, your mindset's like, oh, okay, this is what I'm doing now. You know, it was just right. sort of what, what's next. And, uh, and how well they treated us there was pretty phenomenal. So now a lot of these children's hospitals are 100% based on uh, donations. So they're, that's how they survive. Right. So I've, I've, I've done my part to try to raise money for them and um, try to give money when I can. And whenever I'm in a new city, um, you know, barring COVID protocol, but whenever before all the world came to an end, I would try to go to um, children's hospitals and you know, even if these kids have no idea who I am, usually the parents are like, oh, this is kind of cool. And they're just excited that someone's there to, you know, play with them. Put for a, a few yeah, minutes. but also put a smile on their face, too, because that, that smile goes a long way, especially when, you, especially when you're in a children's hospital. I've, I've had the privilege to kind of go to a couple children's hospitals yeah, here man. and there. So I know what it feels like when you walk in. I know what it feels like for me, but I also see and understand what it feels like you know, when those kids get to smile and, and, and people bring them gifts or just be there. The presence of a lot of people just being in those children's hospitals, it goes a long, long way. Yeah, just uh, I didn't realize, like, it's almost selfish how much I got out of it. You know, how like when you truly do something that is so great like that and, right. and you're able to give back in that way. And then afterwards, I was like, is this an OK feeling for me to have? Because I feel so great, like right. not not awesome that I just saw these poor sick kids, but like, it just made me feel so good that these kids for just a few minutes cannot think about their illness or their injury and they can just have a great time. It, it just makes me feel awesome. And, and uh, you know, I, I like yeah, to feel well, great. Well, big shout out to you for that. And big shout out to the Children's Hospital for continuing doing what they're doing. Let's switch gears a bit. Um, it you know it, it was recently kind of announced that you would star with uh, you know the legendary Pierce Brosnan in, in, oh, in the Netflix action, The Outlaw. Um, yeah, you know, congratulations on that. Um, Thanks, man. How how like I, I mean I know you're excited about the project, but explain to us how excited you are. What can you tell us about? What can you tell us about it? Yeah, it's, it's like a project I've been developing for a few years now. Like people like don't realize that like these movies. It's announced and uh, a lot of times people are like, oh, the, he must have just got put on this project. But so many times, if you're a producer on the project, you've been trying to get it off the ground for years. For years. And um, and it just, everything started to click. It, you know, COVID kind of slowed everything down. I bet we would have gotten it going last year, but uh, everything kind of clicked into place. And Pierce Brosnan came on to to play uh, opposite me. And it's, it's going to be a wild ride. It's a big, fun action comedy. Uh, sort of like Meet the Parents, but, um, you know, Pierce Brosnan could possibly be a bank robber during it. <laughs> possibly, possibly. 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 I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who the, <laughs> what the marketing people are going to let me leak, but uh, for sure that. Uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. We, we, keep it, Poss we keep it at that. Possibly. We'll see. It's called The Outlaws, and uh, he's the lead. So <laughs> so as, as as a kid growing up, because we, we, we're the same age, right, was, was Pierce like, was was Piers your 007? Oh yeah, for me. I mean, okay. because I I just played 007 the video game so damn much. Like I I for, I watched the movies too, but like uh I played that video game 
all day long with my Golden, friends. That was, was that Golden Golden Eye? Golden, Golden Eye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, for him to come on board and say he wants to do it was, I was, I lost my, I was losing. I was actually at a, my dad was in Houston at MD Anderson getting cancer treatment. And we were down there and we went to an Astros game. Uh, and I found out like during an Astros game. So I'm like, I'm just screaming. We're getting Brosnaned. Uh, and, and people are like, what is he screaming? It was a big trade. It was no. a big trade happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People were like, what? Um, yeah. So it, I mean, it, it's pretty cool. I'm very excited about what, it. What, what would it be like? I mean, I, I would love to know what it, what it's like to, you know, working on an action movie with, with him. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I started in like a month, so I'm still working right oh, now. You're I'm starting. In, you're starting. You're starting. Okay. Yeah, starting. So right now I'm in South Carolina shooting The Righteous Gemstones, uh, my show for HBO with Danny McBride and John Goodman. And uh, I finished that in a, in a well, like end of September. Then I get married the next week mm. in Mexico. And then I, uh, the week after that, I start this movie. So it's like, it's just a, a damn whirlwind for me right now. Wow. And in February, it was announced that, that there would be, you know, workaholics move movie on on paramount was paramount plus correct paramount plus yeah what 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 are, what are you able to share with 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 the og workaholics for fans you know uh well it's we're i mean we're leaning into there's gonna be some fun action in this one too because <laughs> you know the og uh, you know the og fans of you know workaholics they want to know what's what's happening oh yeah the, the guys didn't go sober i'll say that <laughs> um <laughs> If you if you liked how we acted uh, in the in the show, uh, you're go, you're gonna love the movie. But we're we're still in the process of, of breaking the uh, the plot and the story right now. So you know it's it's still a, a kind of a working process, and we hope to start that at the top of next year. All right, so there you, there you have it, OG workaholics fans. Mm-hmm. There you have it. There you hit have them it. with it. Yeah, we're still smoking weed on the roof. Not okay, much has that's, changed. That's all they <laughs> yeah. want to know. That's all they want to know. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, all yeah. they want to know. So closing out here, um, I, I know you had uh, a stand-up special on Netflix last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any more plans for, you know, shows coming up? Dude, I want to so badly. I uh, But how I write is I usually will have an idea and then go work it out on stage. But since um, COVID, I wasn't able to get up at all last year. And then I've been on this show in South Carolina and there's no comedy club in Charleston. Wow. So I haven't been able to get up and work it out. And then I'm kind of booked through the end of the year. So I'm hoping next year I have some window of time where I can either be, you know, in L.A. working out at the comedy store and the improv and Laugh Factory and stuff or, or New York and getting up at the cellar or wherever and, and just trying to, to hammer out some new material because I love it, man. It's nothing is more fun than getting on stage and hearing people laugh just immediately. You know, you do a show or a movie or something and you think it's funny and you're like, <laughs> just like a little kid, like looking at crew members being like, is that good? What did he? You know, and these grizzled old guys that have been on a million sets are like, <laughs> funny, you know, and, uh, and they're like, well, you're not the demo anyways, man. So uh, it's, and you don't actually get to hear people laugh for months and months until right. it actually comes out. And even then with streaming stuff, you actually don't even get to hear them laugh. So wow. it's, 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 it's really fun. And just as like a total narcissistic thing for me, it's, it's nice to actually perform in front of an audience, much like how I'm sure, you know, playing in the bubble, probably it, you know, I'm kind of sucked. I'm sure yeah, you, well, got, I mean, you guys plan, feed plan, off the, yeah, that Yeah, Playing in a bubble, playing in a bubble. Also, I will compare that more to, 
going back and playing in like a summer league somewhere or like playing in a pro-am somewhere. You're just popping up sure. and you're just playing and you just get that love and that that energy and that, that motivation uh, to go out there and just play in front of the fans. Just giving them something different uh, as opposed to them seeing you with your uniform on every game. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a different feeling. It's a different love. So I, I get the connection with that for sure. Bring it all the way back to what's in your glass. I have a few quick fire questions uh, for you to close us out. Hit me with it, Melo. Nothing, nothing, nothing too serious. Okay. I and the people have to know what's in, what's in your glass on some certain occasions, on special occasions. Uh, the, it doesn't have to be labeled specifically, but what's your go-to when you're, you're relaxing on a beach on vacation? A, be- a beach? Like just alcohol or wine specific? It, uh, it, whatever you whatever you go, what's your what's in your glass? What are you going to? One hot glass of milk. I'm a freak <laughs> like that, Nello. I get a, a whole chunky whole milk in the, and the, I, the heat, I like, heat in it the up heat, in the heat in the heat, man. Wow. Let those fumes come. No, I, I mean probably like uh, I I live on a beach in Southern California. I live. Uh, it's I, a very nice spot, and it's right on the beach. Uh, that Comedy Central cash, baby, and. Uh, <laughs> I catch myself, I'm drinking way too much beer. I'm like getting like fat bobblehead beer head. So I'm like trying to cut back on the beer, but usually probably like a, a, a nice cold beer or like a, like a lemonade vodka. That's what okay. I've been messing up. That was okay. my thing last year. That sounds good as hell. I got to try that mm. lemonade vodka. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mess that. up a little lemonade vodka and, uh, and a little, uh, soda water and make, mix I'm, that I think together. I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that tonight. No, yeah, that's, that's a that's a sweet treat. I see that. I'm, I got to check that out. What yeah. if, if you're if you're if you're out to dinner on a date at a nice restaurant? What's your go to? If I'm eating steak, which I am 98 percent of the time because <laughs> menus terrify me. Uh, <laughs> like if it's too fancy, I'm like, ah, and you do have steak, right? That for sure. Um, so I usually will eat uh, uh, eat a steak and drink a red wine for sure. Okay, I like that. I like anything specific on a red wine or just a red wine. No, but I I mean I want to do this podcast again. Give me a year. I'm gonna beef up on my wine knowledge and, and come and, and and come correct. Say less. You're celebrating. <laughs> you're celebrating at the at the season one rap party of workaholics. Oh, then like sixty eight vodka sodas. Oh, like I'll just I'll just be pounding them uh, because. We get we get sloppy on those on those occasions. I can imagine. And, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. You're like, we're done. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And uh, you know, I think one person must have told me one time that vodka, like straight vodka sodas, don't uh, make you look bloated and insane looking on camera. Yeah. Um. So I really took that to heart. <laughs> but but they didn't say uh, maybe three or four of them. <laughs> 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 Not one plus one plus one plus one. Yeah, no, yeah. no, just one. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, I got a good one for you right here. You're celebrating the first LA Clippers championship. Oh, the first. Well, I'm for sure what I'm doing is I'm popping a bottle of champagne, okay. some some vouv that was gifted to me. I feel okay. like everyone just gives me champagne as like, hey, you know, as like a gift. And then I never drink it. Uh, until and then I pop it and I spray it all over. Then my fiance gets bummed that I've like hosed her computer with champagne, and uh, but you know I'm celebrating, babe. And so I would definitely do that. And then 
And then I would definitely, uh, I, f- I feel usually vodka or tequila is kind of my go-to. Uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd probably move right onto that or or just be pounding beers in a way that you're like, oh, mm. is he 37 or is he mm. 19 years old? Like, so you walk, he, are you walking around with the keg? This is a championship now. You got the keg at the house. Oh, you I got, would have like, you got the, have like you got a, the helmet on. With the- <laughs> I'd have like a beer bong around my neck, uh, like pouring it for people. Uh, yeah, that, that would be a sloppy one. Um, my workaholics co-star, Blake Anderson, he, uh, he got so drunk after he's from the Bay Area and he got so drunk after the after Golden State won one of their championships that uh, he had to do press the next morning for a local TV show and and he showed up in the same outfit he slept on his garage floor and had to do this interview it it I mean it's an all-time classic he was he he's like eating a bagel and he's just they're like what are you eating there and he goes it's a donut and they go no they're like no it's not that's a bagel and he goes shit it is a bagel it's like mad at himself so I'm sure I'm assuming that I would be that level of drunk I'm just gonna try to not schedule any um you know, interviews the next morning. All right. So, so hopefully, hopefully you can have that experience in the, in the near God, future. How not yet. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully for me. Yeah. Hopefully. So Adam, yeah. I just want to help say me thank out you. with that. Maybe I, will. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't know if I can help you out right now, but <laughs> I, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> All right. Okay. But Adam, man, thank you so much, man, for joining me for a glass. Uh, best of luck with everything you have going on right now. Thank you to the audience uh, for tuning in this week. Again, please follow, rate, review What's in Your Glass on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, you can also check the video out, released on each week on YouTube. You know, I always got to say that shit. So keep going. Adam, I appreciate you. As always, Thanks, love. Man. Cheers, my brother. Good luck. Great to meet you. Likewise. Likewise.